Welcome to the Inside Southwest Florida Football Podcast, presented by the News Press and Naples Daily News. We'll get you ready for the top high school football games in Lee and Collier counties each week with our analysis and predictions. Here are your hosts, the News Press's Adam Regan and the Naples Daily News' Adam Fisher. Hey everybody and welcome to the Inside Southwest Florida Football Podcast Season 2, Episode 2. I'm News Press Sports Reporter Adam Regan and I was joined by Naples Daily News Sports Reporter Adam Fisher earlier in the day to talk about the ongoing official situation, but we had breaking news later in the day and it appears that the saga that just seems like it won't end between the officials, the FHSA, and the Lee County School District and a few other schools may be coming to an end. Go to newsdashpress.com sports and naplesnews.com for the update from Adam Fisher. And when we come back from the break, we're going to break down all the districts in Southwest Florida. After the games each week, go to naplesnews.com, news-press.com, or our apps on your mobile device for photos, videos, and analysis from games throughout Southwest Florida. Welcome back into the Inside Southwest Florida Football Podcast. It's Adam Fisher with the Naples Daily News, Adam Regan with the Fort Myers News Press. Let's look at some districts. Big reclassification this year, especially in 6A, which we're going to talk about first. Those are the two big, biggest districts in Lee and Collier County. Let's look at Class 6A, District 13. Dunbar moves up from 5A. Eastley's in there. Fort Myers, Ida Baker, Island Coast, North Fort Myers, and South Fort Myers moves down from 7A. So a lot of quality teams, especially three teams, four teams really if you count South, they were down last year. Four teams that are perennial playoff teams. I don't think all four of those teams are going to make the playoffs this year. Mr. Regan, what pops out in 6A-13? Well, naturally, the rivalries that have been put into districts now, you've got Dunbar, Fort Myers, North Fort Myers, and South Fort Myers. That's the big all, four. All of them are rivals. Uh, Fort Myers has gone on a string of district championships victories over the last couple of years. It's going to be a lot tougher this year. Dunbar's had their number the last couple of years. I was going to say, Fort Myers lost to Dunbar last Indeed. year. Indeed, and then you have you throw North Fort Myers in there, who under Dwayne Mack, yep. he's just taken it to a different level. They go to a region final last year. It could be a toss-up. I don't know who to pick as a winner. I mean, I think you have to make Fort Myers the favorite, right. but, man, I don't feel real good about that. I think uh, we like North Fort Myers, what they've done, even though they lost a lot, um, but they added a quarterback in Parker Odell, correct? And last year, they were the big surprise team. They lost a lot from the year before, and, and, and under, under Dwayne Mack, he's kind of turned them into a, a team that you can't count out in any game. Uh, the thing about Mack is he, he'll always undersell his team and he'll do the traditional oh we're not going to be that good this year we lost a lot of guys they did lose a lot of guys they lost shamari mason uh, the news press offensive player of the year they they lost a couple of a lot of guys on the offensive line some of them went on to play college football but they've still got a huge offensive line and they've still got some offensive weapons and defensively i think they're going to be pretty good too so that matchup between fort myers and and north fort myers always takes on a, a special rivalry type feeling it'll be even bigger this year and then yeah watch out for Dunbar always with a ton of talent and like I said they've had Fort Myers number the last couple of years but we'll move on to class 6a district 14 and this is the Collier County Conference you got Baron Collier staying in Golden Gate still in Immokalee moves up from 5a Laley moves up from 5a you got Naples still in and Palmetto Ridge 
What jumps out at you here in Collier County? Well, I, I like the district. That is interesting. And let me first off give a correction. Last week I mentioned that all the Collier County public schools were smushed into one district. It's six of the seven. Gulf Coast, which we'll get to later. They're up in 7A. Um, but I think it's a very competitive district. You know, of course, Naples is going to be the favorite. They won a regional championship again last year. Um, Palmetto Ridge is going to look good. Immokalee, always good, even though they lost their quarterback, R.J. Rosales. Baron Collier, you know, Mark Jackson has turned them into a consistent playoff team the last three years, and I think Laley's going to be better. Golden Gate, starting over, new coach, very young. They lost a lot of seniors. So, obviously, Naples is going to be the favorite. You look down this list, Immokalee's the only team in that district that's beaten Naples in the past decade. So, of course, you got to call Naples the favorite. But I think Baron Collier has a chance to push them. And, again, Palmetto Ridge, I think, might be a team on the come up. And I know Baron Collier coach Mark Jackson is a friend of the program here, and he listens quite a bit. And I think he has some selective hearing, though, because <laughs> he always talks about all the negative things that right. I say about Baron Collier when we spent the entire year last year talking about how they had the best team in 20 years. I think that they're going to be good again this year, and I think that this could be the best team they've had in 21 years. And I think that they're going to push Naples this year. That that game was a little bit of a letdown last year. I think that they, they could uh, – is it at Baron Collier this year? It's at Baron Collier this year, and that game was a letdown, but they only lost 25-9 to last year. I mean, to hold Naples to 25 points, a team that had Ches Malusi and uh, you know that, that stellar offense. Baron Collier had the two biggest breakouts in Southwest Florida this year, two of the biggest, and quarterback Justin Grimes threw for 1,300 yards. Running back Drew Powell, who ran for 1,400. Both those guys are back. You know, um, Baron Collier starts up front, very physical on both lines, and they have a ton of athletes, more than they've had, I think, in years past. I think they match up really well with Naples this year, so that's a game that I'd definitely be looking out for. And then let's just mention Immokalee, as we said. Lost quarterback, R.J. Rosales, but they got Lucas Soto, who looked good in the spring. Charles Toombs going to FAU, who's a stud athlete. Um, and Palmetto Ridge, we haven't touched on it yet, but obviously the tragic death of their linebacker slash quarterback slash running back, uh, Colby Singletary. So they're playing for some, for a purpose with him, and they were so young last year. They still went 4-6 and six and, and did pretty well. Um, and they've got two of the best juniors in Collier County in uh, Kamonte Grimes and Malik Dudon. And you've got some great coaches in this district. Um, obviously, when we talk enough about Bill Kramer, we spoke about Mark Jackson. you got Rodel and Anthony at Immokalee. But Chris Tokenin is one of my favorite yeah. coaches. I think he's one of the most talented coaches. And I think he could do a lot this year at Palmetto Ridge. So I would watch out for them as well. This looks like a district where it's pretty cut and dry. Naples is going to win it. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you'll see some good games. Coaches, let's mention Laley. They brought in a guy, J.J. Everett, who coached for 20 years, head coach for 20 years in Kentucky before moving down here five, six years ago and, and was an assistant, so it's going to be good. So with that, that's our big 6A preview. Let's take a break. We're going to come back and break down 7A, 5A, 3A, and 2A. Keep up with the action every week by following our live Friday night scoreboard at naplesnews.com news-press.com and by downloading the Naples Daily News and the News Press apps onto your mobile devices. And welcome back to the Inside Southwest Florida Football Podcast and we'll keep it going with our district previews. We've got Class 7A, District 11, we've got Gulf Coast, Lehigh moving up this year, Northport, and then you got Riverdale staying in. Thoughts? Uh, you have a Riverdale team that Went 10-1 and one last season right. to win their district. Now they're in a district with their rival, Lehigh. I mean, that I'm going to ring your bell game right. is even bigger this 
season. That's the best rivalry game in, in Lee County. And, and Lehigh made the playoffs last year. They went 6-4 and four and lost at Naples in the first round, which is uh, you know no, no knock against them. I like Gulf Coast. I think they're going to be better. You know, Gulf Coast was 5-5 five and five last year, and we kind of overlooked them. I'll admit that on our part. But 5-5, five and five, but they were pretty good. They scored 28 points a game. They got Justin Matia back at quarterback, who is the Collier County's leading returning passer. Now that R.J. Rosales has transferred out of Collier County. And they got an experienced defense. They got about six, seven guys that started at one point or another last year. Second year under coach Tom Scalise. I always want to say Steve Scalise, the uh, congressman there. But, yeah, but I think Riverdale, I mean, you could tell me a little bit more about them. You know, Lehigh's always going to have athletes, but I know Riverdale lost a lot. Do you see them, you know, being a good team again? Again, Riverdale did lose a lot. Quantavius Brown, their you know big play running back. They lost Trayvon Dickerson on the offensive line. But I mean, they're always going to have a stellar offensive line at Riverdale. It's led by Kendrick Taylor this year, and you got Darius Bell back at running back, and then one of the more underrated players in Southwest Florida, two-way players, Adarian Robinson, a linebacker and running back. I think he'll be in the mix for Player of the Year this year. I say Riverdale, they're not going to go undefeated in the regular season, but they're going to win seven games, I would say, and they're going to be in the mix for this district championship. And you can't sleep on Lehigh. They have so much right. talent. The, Tavares Dawson, Division One prospect. Amarion Cooper, Division One prospect. Jake Cheney, their linebacker, is very good. you got Quavion Fuller, who's an FSU commit, playing on that defense. So I would not overlook Lehigh. I really think... All respect to Gulf Coast, but I think that this district is going to come down to Lehigh and Riverdale. That's right. That'll be a great and, game. And that will be an excellent game. So let's move on, go to 5A, Class 5A, District 13. And I'm going to once again defer to my partner, Regan, because it's an all Lee County district. You got Cape Coral, Cypress Lake, DeSoto County moves in. Astero, I believe, moves down. They might have been 6A last year. LaBelle and Mariner. And I think LaBelle maybe moves up. I can't remember if they were 4A. Yeah, LaBelle last year. moved up. You a lot of a lot of parity in this. I'm looking at the records from last year. A lot of five and fives. LaBelle was eight and four and won a playoff game. So yeah, what do you see? You've got a lot of coaches that played in in that district with Dunbar, Laley, and Amokley last year, who uh, were psyched about yes. realignment. Dale Moore at Cape Coral, Richie Road at Cypress Lake, Travis Smith at Mariner. You know that was. That stretch of games when they had to play Dunbar, Immokalee, and Laley, the Lee County teams did not love that because well, I don't think they were scared of Laley last uh, year. But uh, Laley, well, Mariner was when they beat him on, when Laley beat him on a hail mary second, at the end yeah. of the game. Laley's always very talented, and that's a team that will sneak up on you. So you're like you said it. There was a lot of parity. Labelle probably had the most success of anyone last season. They went to a region semifinal where they lost to rival Bishop Verrill, but they lost a lot from that Including team. Including their head coach, right? Yeah, Chris Siner is now the AD there, and then you have Matt Davidson, who is LaBelle's all-time leading rusher, and he took over as head coach, but like I said, the losses to graduation, Enrique Hernandez, wide receiver there, Maynard Blackman, their leading uh, running back. So I'll be interested to see what that LaBelle team looks like. And you had Cape Coral, who started 5-0 and last season and ended 5-5. and And then Cypress Lake went 5-5, and Mariner went 5-5, and and that those were considered very good season for them. I expect all of them to improve this year, and it's a very winnable district for whoever comes out of it. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick DeSoto County to win this district. Really? Okay, okay. They were good last year, 7-4. and four. I will mention Cypress Lake. They're really psyched up about C.J. Shedd, the uh, quarterback in his senior year, had a really good summer at some various camps. And Mariner has uh, Cade Reynolds back, who ran for 1,500 yards and 14 touchdowns last year. I will say this about C.J. Shedd. 
he has a lot of weapons. Kyrie Savoy, Kobe Moore, those guys, he's going to have a lot to work with. He's a three-year starter. He's in line for a pretty good season. And you mentioned Cade Reynolds, another one of those underrated guys who didn't get a lot of press last year, but rushed for 1,500 yards. Should be interesting to see what he can do as the number one option. Because if you remember last year, Rashawn Hunter, the quarterback there, uh, everybody was keying on him. And then uh, that created some opportunities for Cade Reynolds. Well, we're going to move on to Class 3A, Region 3. Region 3. No districts in the uh, 4A through 1A classes. And then I'm going to run through these teams real quick. I didn't even write them down, but go yeah. ahead. You're, you're going to get Palm Beach Gardens, Benjamin, Tampa Berkeley Prep, Bishop Verreau, Benita Springs, Clearwater Cavalry Christian, Sarasota Cardinal Mooney, West Palm Beach Cardinal Newman, Clearwater Central Catholic, Fort Pierce John Carroll, West Palm Beach Kings Academy, and Oasis. Okay. So you've got three local teams, Benita Springs. We can start with them. They're playing in their first season under Coach uh, Rich, Rich Dombrowski. I like them this year. I think everybody is saying that maybe they won't win a game. I think uh, I think that they could win two oh, games. Oh, Regan, bold statement predicting a one-win. Hey, <laughs> no, I was going to say Benita Springs, they're awesome. You know, we like Rich Dombrowski. Very cool they're starting a new program, but let's count them out when we're talking about playoffs. They're not going to make well, the playoffs, playoffs first year. I mean, they're, I mean but two wins would be you. That would be an incredible step for a first-year varsity program, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, yeah, most definitely. And I have to look at their schedule. I know they are. Yeah, playing they like, play the uh, Ida Bakers, Eastley yeah, Counties. Uh, Those are some winnable games, and I think that they're going to surprise some people this year. We'll move on to Bishop Verreau, who very talented. Yes, they had some transfers right. leave. Terry Lindsay left for ECS. You had Jaden Brown, their leading receiver, left Bishop Verreau to go to ECS. There you go. And then you had uh, Giancarlo Duplessis left. Uh, He's a great defensive player. He left for ECS as well. But they gained South Fort Myers wide receiver Malik Curtis, who's mm. probably one of the more talented skill players in the area. You still got quarterback Jacob Azizi, who had a breakout season last yeah. year. Taquan Chapman, their safety and wide receiver. He's about five foot six, but fast as heck. I think Bishop Rowe is going to be very good this year. And then you have Oasis, who Started off very strong last year, ended their season 5-4 and four under Coach Mac Mitchell, and the quarterback there, Daniel Rennie, was, I think he threw for 26 touchdowns last mm. year. They're wow. looking to build on that. How do you see this one shaking out with so many good teams from out of the area, the Clearwater Central Catholics, the Berkeley Preps of the world? Yeah, so that's the tough thing. you got 10 teams in there, and six of them make the playoffs in the uh, the, the regions. As I said, Benita Springs is not going to make the playoffs this year, so – you got six teams fighting for nine spots, and that's something definitely Bishop Rowe, I think, can do. I don't know enough about Oasis. I don't know, but, you know, you're in there with those Tampa teams, those West Palm Beach teams. That's that's a different level. You know what I mean? It, it could be tough. We're going to move on to another district, one we hadn't talked about in the past very much, but, man, it, it's pretty interesting this year. you got Class 2A, Region 4. Run through the teams for me. So it's a fun region. That's the the uh, when it used to be districts. You know we have some pretty good small school teams in, uh, in Collier C- County. Collier County, right? You got community school. You got First Baptist, Marco Island Academy, Saint John Newman, Evangelical Christian, Southwest Florida Christian. You got also you know some state heavyweights in Champion Not Catholic, Glades Day, and Miami Christian. They're all good. Um, and I'm missing some of the West other teams. Westminster Academy. There you go. Moorhaven, always good. Oh yes, Moorhaven. I forgot about and, them. And you also have. Marathon. 
Uh, nice little trip. Oh yeah, nice little that trip could be a there. Long way. Yeah. Um, so I think that the storyline here is obviously evangelical Christian, new coach, new recruiting class. According to some people, they brought a whole bunch of guys from all over with the R word, R word flying around out there. But um, you got to be careful how you use the R word. I mean, yeah, you do. Not absolutely nothing has been proven. I mean, for all we know, everything is on the up and up with ECS. But they've got R.J. Rosales this year, Terry Lindsay. Greg Thomas from Dunbar, Taven Ward from Mariner, and a couple other guys from Bishop Verreau. I think that they're going to be the favorite, just you know, the favorite to come out and get a, the highest seed in the playoffs. Because when you're dealing with Champagnat Catholic and Glades Day, I think that they're going to get the top seeds. Cause, right. I mean, it's all depending on schedule, and I think those teams play pretty tough schedules. So you schedules. think ECS is the best of the local yes, teams in that's, this That's this what region. I'm saying. Right. First Baptist, they were a little down last year. Where are they this year? They're young, younger than normal. First Baptist always seems to kind of have that uh, class of seniors coming up. They did lose their quarterback, Brady Dean, who that's a story in itself. He's competing for the starting quarterback spot at St. Thomas Aquinas, which is the number one team in the nation, according to USA Today, which is the only rankings that matter, of course. But they do have some young talent. They've got a uh, a QB in Richard Millian, who is a freshman All-American already. Running back Tyler Coleman did really great in camps. But again, they're still young. Community school went four and six last year. They are very big up front, big line. They got a transfer in from First Baptist, a kid named uh, Jacob Allen, who's going to pair with Damon Donalds there, but they have a new quarterback, new running back. I think Newman's going to be good again this year. I mean, last year they were all Jensen Jones all the time. Jensen Jones graduated. He's at the Air Force Academy right now playing quarterback. But, you know, Newman has added some great uh, staff. They added Colmer St. Jean, a former head coach at Laley and a uh, linebacker at University of Wisconsin. Mike Cassio has come over from Laley. Of course, head coach Damon Jones is a Laley guy, so he's bringing in his uh, former Trojans. But I think they're going to be good. They went 10-2 last year, won their first playoff game. Maybe not that good this year, but I think they should make the playoffs as well. Well, that's going to do it for our district roundup and this episode of the Inside Southwest Florida Football Podcast. I thank Adam Fisher of the Naples Daily News for joining me again, Season 2, Episode 2. And we'll be back next week with uh, Week 1 games, we hope. We hope, yeah, we'll see what happens. And, hey, if you guys have questions, please get at us on Twitter. You can reach me at NDN underscore Adam. And I'm at NP Adam Regan. That's it, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Remember, the Inside Southwest Florida Football Podcast will be available for download to get you ready for the coming week's games. Mm -hmm.